This episode of the Alley on the Run show is brought to you by New York Roadrunners. Welcome to the Alley on the Run show. I'm your host, Allie Feller, and I'm so excited to share this live show with you. On the day before the New Balance Fifth Avenue Mile, New York Roadrunners put on their second ever RunnerCon event. It was a day filled with great live podcasts, panels, and conversations, and I was thrilled to get to be there for the second time. And it's cool. Last year, I was very, very pregnant at RunnerCon, and I got to host a conversation with Emma Coburn and Jenny Simpson. This time around, I was there with my 10-month-old daughter, Annie, in tow, and I got to interview two women who are really representing a new crop of young, hungry, fast professional runners. Nikki Hiltz and Ali Ostrander aren't just rising stars, they are stars. Nikki is in her second year as a professional runner, and Allie, who was actually a guest on episode 162 of the Allie on the Run show, Allie just went pro a few months ago, and both of them are killing it. They're winning races, and they both just qualified for their first U.S. world teams. They'll be headed to Doha later this month to represent the United States at Worlds. Nikki and Allie are strong, smart, and confident, and they're using their platforms as professional runners for good. I'm in awe of their positivity and their genuine love for this sport. And at one point in this conversation, I remember asking whether there's pressure to be a role model. Nikki said she doesn't look at it as pressure. It's a privilege. Love that. If you were there in person, thank you. The crowd was fantastic and I am so grateful. I loved getting to hug so many of you before and after the show. And if you could not be there in person, you're in luck. The whole conversation is right here, right now. All right. Well, uh, good morning, everybody. How are we doing this morning? Happy Saturday to you. Thank you. One person. Good morning. We're, all, we're off to a great start at, uh, at 10.09. Allie, I'm just getting them warmed up for you the best I can. Uh, well, I'm Stephen Allen Wilson. On behalf of our entire team here at NYR, welcome to the NYR Run Center featuring the New Balance Run Hub. We've got a lot of folks joining us online today, so uh, we'll give them a little wave. We'll turn around. We'll wave to the cameras. Welcome to all of you uh, streaming in and joining us. But of course, welcome to the second annual NYRR RunnerCon, uh, and we got an exciting day lined up for you. Without further ado, I want to get into our first discussion this morning. This is one I've been looking forward to for, uh, for a few weeks. Um, we're going to talk about the women of the Fifth Avenue Mile. How many folks are running the New Balance Fifth Avenue Mile tomorrow? Are you ready? Are you prepared? Have you carb loaded? Do you carb load for a mile? These are questions. Yes, you carb load for everything in life. That's what we're going to go with. Uh, but we're going to talk to some women who know all about uh, racing the mile, how to be competitive, and we're going to have a fantastic discussion. Do me a favor, please welcome our first panel, the host of Alley on the Run, Miss Ali Feller. And she's joined, yes, a little round of applause. And she's joined by two of our pro athletes in the women's field tomorrow at the New Balance Fifth Avenue Mile. Two ladies who are racing the mile tomorrow here in New York for the very first time. Please welcome Nikki Hiltz and Ali Ostrander. Uh, I will turn it over to the three of you. Welcome. Thank you, sir. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you all for being here on this beautiful Saturday. Thank you two for being here. Welcome. So I, I know he just asked, who is running the Fifth Avenue Mile tomorrow? Okay, a good choice. Neither of you raised your hands. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Okay. All right, so we've got a lot of people. They're both running it for the first time, which is exciting. Is anyone else doing it for the first time? Yeah, me too. Sweet. Okay, so we've got a lot to cover. We're going to have some fun today. Um, first, 
we normally start the alley on the run show with a warm up, just like you'll start the mile tomorrow with a nice easy warm up. Couple quick questions that I think we need to address first. Nikki, there's been like a whole tattoo situation going on the, are you guys following this? <laughs> She's like letting people vote on what her next tattoo is gonna be. Yeah. It was down to the finals. Do we have a winner? No, the poll is still open. Okay, it, so okay, you so you have about six hours to get your votes in, but the final two are a hummingbird, or legs are feeling good. And where is this tattoo going? Just right um, across the forehead. I auctioned off this blank spot right here on my arm, so right about right about here-ish. Okay, and so we know. I mean, legs are feeling good. We know what that means. What's the hummingbird? What's the significance? It's fast. Um, yeah, and hummingbirds are actually my mom's favorite animal, and um, they're speedy and beautiful. And um, someone commented it, and I, it, I liked it, so I put it in my poll. All right. Well, the voting has—if you've been following along—the voting has been really close in every round. It's stressing me out. So I applaud you for just being like cool about that like yeah we'll see what happens and I'll tattoo myself no big deal yeah. all right so you have time to go vote Nikki Hiltz on Instagram cast your vote do you have a preference are you like no um no tell them what you want them to vote for we have power in this room um no I think I'm happy with either okay cool yes. all right so cast your votes um Allie I asked you when you got here this morning I was like great you made it how was your trip can we share that story about your trip to New York? Yeah, so um, I'm here is the end of the story, uh, but the beginning didn't go quite as planned. So the night before I was supposed to leave, there was like this freak storm in Boise and all the power went out um, and my phone died during the night. So my alarm didn't go off and I woke up like three hours before my flight was supposed to leave, but I still needed to run. So I went on a run for like an hour um, and then in the middle of my run, the storm started again. So it started pouring rain and I was just soaking wet. And I got back to the house and I didn't have time to shower. I was just like grabbing my stuff to go to the airport. Um, and then my Lyft app wouldn't work. And it was my, like my only plan to get to the airport. I, I was just completely relying on it. And um, I, didn't, I was like, do I call a cab? Like, I don't even know how to do that. Um, and so I, I heard my neighbors sweeping their porch. So I just ran outside and was like, can you give me a ride to the airport? I've never talked to them before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but she's really nice. Her name's June. Um, Shout anyway. out to June. <laughs> yeah, what a girl. I'm sure she's watching. I think she was going to catch the live stream. So shout out Hopefully, to June. yeah. Um, well. Anyway, so she gave me a ride to the airport, and now I'm here. So everything turned out okay. And we're glad you are. It's such a treat to have you both. These two are having such breakout years. It's been so exciting to watch both of you. Allie, you recently signed with Brooks as a pro runner. Nikki, you've won something like 45 out of your last 46 races. I think I fact-checked and that's the correct number um, But both of you are having these amazing races just made your first world team So you'll be going to Doha, which we'll get to in a second first. I need to know. Did you run yet today? Yes Yes, okay. How was how were your run? Did you run together? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> It was great. I went to Central Park and um, did some strides did some drills uh, Yeah it was good. <laughs> yeah, I also ran in Central Park and did strides. Uh, we also had a little run um, with Jack Rabbit, kind of like a Brooks promotional thing. So I did like 
three miles with a group of people just kind of talking and getting to know them. So that was nice. All right, so when you both got here this morning and I said, you two know each other, and you said, yeah, we're friends. Tomorrow, you're competitors. So is that, can we talk about what that's like? And is there just an understanding among the pro runners that like, we can like each other, but when we're on the line, this is our livelihood and we're racing. What's that like? Um, yeah, I, I would say the only time we're not all friends is that four minutes when we're racing, or four and a half minutes, whatever. <laughs> four and a half minutes, same. Uh, um, yeah, I, I think probably more like four for me, but yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's, I mean, it's all, I don't know, it's not like, it, running's so interesting because it's not, you, you are going head to head, but at the end of the day, like, we are all friends, like, all of us, and I don't know, it's really special, I think. I think that's unique to running, too. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of camaraderie in running, and a really special part about it is even when um, someone is, you know, your competitor, it's like them succeeding doesn't mean that you lost because you're going to pull each other to faster times and, like, breaking new barriers. That needs to be, maybe that could be a tattoo. That was beautiful. If we could add that to the voting. <laughs> yeah, I feel like really that's nice. a good metaphor for life, right? And it might have been too long for the forearm. <laughs> Yeah, auction off your entire back. <laughs> Alio Strander quote. I like it. So, okay, so you get to that start line. How much, what's going through your mind on these start lines? I mean, I know tomorrow's the first time you'll be racing the mile, but when you're on that line, how much are you looking around at each other saying like, okay, well, I know what Allie's PR is and I know what Jenny's, so I need to run. And how much are you just there saying, I know what I've trained for and let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I think you, it's important to know where uh, your strengths lie and where other people's strengths lie. Um, I, myself, am a kicker, so I like a slow pace and then uh, a fast kick at the end, but I know that that's not gonna happen tomorrow because I know that people know that that's my strength. And so it's kind of like you do your research and you know everybody, pretty much what everyone's gonna do, but, but then when the gun goes off, like anything can happen. So uh, you kind of plan for one thing to happen and then it goes a completely different way. So I don't know, I think in the moment though, you just focus on yourself and how you're gonna run your best race. Yeah, uh, I don't do the mile a lot, so I was just gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> do you want us to throw some like hurdles out there, maybe some, splash some water on the ground for you? She's a steeplechaser, if you don't know. Do you want us to do that? We could make like a fun lane for you. I think everyone else should run that lane and I'll just, <laughs> I'll just keep the flat. All right, Christine Burke is here somewhere. We'll get her on that. We'll have her have some fun on the course. All right, we'll wrap up this little warm up. How would you describe yourself as a runner in one word? Uh, I would say rhythm. Oh, that's a good one. Never heard that one before. I like that. I was gonna say like gritty, tough. Good words. Something what about, badass. how would you describe yourself in one word, not as a runner, just in life? What's your one word? Genuine? I hope. Uh, sarcastic? <laughs> I like that. All right, so we talked about who's running the mile. We know that we've got some first timers in the room. You're, the, you're two of our first timers. How are you feeling about this road mile? We're used to seeing you both on the track a lot. How are you feeling about a mile down Fifth Avenue? Uh, I mean, I'm really excited for it. It's uh, obviously a big event and like a famous race and one that 
I had always kind of dreamed of running in. Uh, so I'm just excited to be a part of it. Yeah, I'm super excited. I've, I remember I've watched this race like when I was little. Like uh, it was always like on NBC and I would always like mark it on my calendar and watch it. So to be running it, I'm, yeah, it, it's a big deal and I'm really excited. All right, so what do you know? I know you haven't had your technical meeting, so the pros, they have their technical meeting later. The rest of us have to just guess. We just have to go on the website and read and hope for the best. You guys have a technical meeting later today. I'm sure you'll learn a lot there. Until then, what do you know about the mile? Like, what's in your head in terms of, like, tactics, plans? What's the plan? I know that there's, like, the, there's a downhill part. And there's kind of an uphill part. <laughs> uh, I know after 800, everyone just goes. That's just what I've heard. And so I, usually miles, they just go from the start. It's just fast from the gun. So I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. So you said your strength is the kick, which we know. We've seen it. It's pretty cool. Is that something that you train specifically for? Or is that like that's always been your strength? That's a natural thing. And your body just has this other gear. like. Is that natural or is that something we can all learn to do? Uh, I would say both. It, it came naturally to me and then uh, also like I, I definitely practice that and practice um, to strengthen it. So a little bit of both, but it's definitely gotten better over the years. So you can definitely train yourself to have a good So track. there's hope for us yes. all. How? <laughs> what should we do? Should we all be just doing a lot of strides? What can we do to, what can um, we all do to really kick that last 800 meters? Um, I don't know, just give life, like, <laughs> give there it all go. you got. Give life. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say a lot of strides and, and drills and work on your form and things like that. But at the end of the day, it's like, what's going to mentally get you to the finish line fastest? And talk to me about how do you warm up for a mile? What will you both be doing before the race? Uh, I would just do a normal warm-up that I would do before like a 5k, 10k, steeple, whatever. I usually run like 20 minutes and then drills, um, leg swings, a little pickup and some strides. Any dancing? We um, Probably. That's kind of a pre-warm-up warm-up. <laughs> If you're not following Ali Ostrander on Instagram, you need to be because she posts some great dance videos, just absolutely rocking out. I was going to like see if they could blast some music in here, and we could have all done that today, but figured we'd ease into the day. It's early. Yeah, yeah we're still on the warm-up. Still on the warm-up. Okay, so that's our strategy for tomorrow. We're feeling good. Let's talk about the year that you're both having. It's been such a breakout year for both of you. One thing that I love about watching both of you you both seem to really love the sport. Like every time you're out there, you're smiling, every interview, you seem to genuinely just love running and feel kind of lucky to get to do this. Can we talk about that? Because not everyone graduates college and is jazzed to go to work every day. So talk a little bit about the sport and how you feel about being a pro runner and getting to do this. Yeah, I mean, how can you not love running? It's it's like so deeply personal and then it's so like such a community thing as well and um i feel like just so lucky that this is my job and this is what i get to do and uh, i've been watching the us open and as they walk out into that big arena that it, there's like a sign that says pressure is a privilege and so i really like that because it's like yeah we get nervous and we have big races coming up but um that pressure that we feel and those nerves like that's such a privilege like that this is 
our life and this is what we get to do. Yeah, um, I was on the phone with my dad the other day and uh, he was like, oh, I, got, I gotta go, I gotta get back to work. And I was like, oh yeah, me too. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go for a run. <laughs> and like, the stuff like that, it's just kind of surreal. Um, running has always been something that I've loved to do. Um, I think you really do have to love it to want to pursue it at this level because it's a big commitment. But like Nikki said, it's a privilege. Um, and so to be able to just run for my job is like the dream for sure. So I think a lot of us when we're young, we say, you know, like first grade, I mean, I don't know, I wanted to be a flying horse when I grew up, so my dreams didn't work out yet. Um, but a lot of us say like, I wanna be a professional ice skater, I wanna be a professional fill in the athlete blank here, right? So many of us have those dreams and you are making that happen. So was that the dream when you were younger and was there a moment when you realized, oh no, I can do that? Because I think for a lot of us have the reason where the moment where we say, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to be a gymnast because I can't do a cartwheel, right? So move on, next dream, flying horse. Still working on that. What, was, what did that look like for both of you? Uh, well, professional runner was really like the third backup plan. Um, first plan was professional figure skater. Um, I gave up on that one when I never actually pursued figure skating at all. And then my second backup plan was a uh, professional soccer player. I gave up on that one when I was just very evidently better at running. So you, did you own figure skates? No. Never made it to that point. Okay, so that makes sense to weed that one out. And then on the soccer field, you played. Yeah, I actually played soccer until my junior year of high school. Like freshman year of high school, I didn't do track because I was in soccer. Okay, and so when did you say like, all right, I am fast, I am talented, I can have a go at this, and I'm up for it. Uh, after my sophomore year of high school, I decided to start training during the off season for running. All right, and Nikki, what was, what was young Nikki's plan? Was it pro runner? Uh, I think so, but I think it was number two. It was, was number one. pro soccer player. Okay, and then good, good choice. Yeah. Did you play soccer? Yes. Okay, so all right. Yeah. And you know what? And you can always do that too. Like the yeah. women's team, they seem cool. <laughs> I think they would accept you both. Right. All right. So you're having these amazing years, loving the sport. What is life looking like as a pro runner? Because let me tell you how I picture it. Wake up, go for a nice run, come back. Someone has definitely made me breakfast. It's waiting for me. Nice shower, slip into the leg sleeves, get some compression, and then just massages, snacks, and naps all day. That's, and then maybe a second run later, like if I want to. Is that accurate? So accurate, that's it. I feel like it is, am I wrong? Let me have this dream. No, no uh, yeah, yeah, keep the dream alive. <laughs> similar, you got the get up and go for a run, right? Uh, but. It's usually like we go out to eat or you go make yourself breakfast. Important you know? difference, yeah. yes. Okay. Um, yeah, and then usually I nap or, I don't know, go to the beach. And then uh, I go for my second run and then I make dinner. It's basically I'm either eating or running or sleeping. Yeah, it's, it's just my daily schedule is a combination of run, eat, and sleep and just like a different order some days. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, so you both love running, which is awesome. And I think even for those of us who love our jobs, we still have days that we don't want to go to work, right? Do you ever have days that you don't want to run? Yes. Yeah, kind of. I'd say that most days I want to run, um, but I do a lot of cross training, and most days I don't want to cross train. So it's yeah. a balance. So that's like the paperwork part of the job, like that you have to do it, you have to do the invoices or whatever it is. Uh, what types of runs that you see on your training plan are you like, yes, I can't wait to go do this one, and what are the ones where you're like, eh, can I just check that one off? Um, I hate tempo runs, so anytime it says tempo, I don't want to go to practice. Um, and then I love intervals, like I love quarters, 400s, um, or like speed days. When I get to run with the 800 runners in our group, I, I get excited for that, for those, for sure. Uh, I really like broken tempos, so like doing tempo reps of like from, you know, 2K to 2 miles or so. Um, <laughs> That's like, like my worst know. nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, see, I'm not really much of a kicker. <laughs> uh, but I actually really like speed work just because I think it's something that I need to work on. So it's always fun to challenge myself in that way. Um, but long tempos, like just straight, like eight miles and up for a tempo, that's something that I kind of dread. At the same time, I feel like it's really important, but it's always one that I'm kind of like, oh, gosh. <laughs> So do you see yourselves, I mean, you're both young, you're both new to the field. Ali, you went pro this year. Nikki, you're relatively new as well. Do you see yourselves as newcomers? I mean, you've been running your whole lives. So what is that? Is there like an evolution in what it looks and feels like where you're like, oh, we're the, we're the new kids at the Fifth Avenue mile? Or I don't know, what's that? I'm, I'm very interested. You're lining up next to, say, Jenny Simpson, right? Who's, she's probably about 10 years older than you guys. She's been coming to the mile alone for a while. Yeah, what does it feel like? mural right there. <laughs> yeah, she does. Hey, Jenny. You look great. Uh, what is that like? Do you see yourselves as newcomers, or are you just like, no, man, we're here. We're ready. I think it's both. I think I'm a newcomer, but I'm like, I'm here ready. Yeah. Um, I think it, it, this whole, so this is, I guess, in my second year of being a pro, but yeah, they kind of call it like your rookie year. Um, and... It did take me a while to be like, I belong here. Like this, you are a professional runner now. Like you can and you deserve to be racing these people. But yeah, it's a little bit of both. It's still, I, I feel, it feels very surreal sometimes still. Um, so yeah. What is that moment of I belong here? Was it winning a certain race, running a certain time, or was it just in time? Uh, I would say it was like winning, like my first win as a professional. Yeah, uh, which was back in April like uh and it was at a road mile too it was it was kind of like I finished I won and then it and then it kind of hit me like the girls that I had just beaten like I they were kind of like my role models so I think but it, it, it has been an evolution I think since then and then getting third at USA's and and making that world team that was like another like wow moment um but yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I definitely feel pretty new to it I think each each step, um, like when you go to college, there's like a while you're kind of like getting established, meeting you know your competitors and getting to know everyone. Um, and so by the end of four years, I felt like I was I was there, you know. And now I'm like, okay, 
I have to do this again, <laughs> but at a different level. And so um, it's, it's definitely a transition, but it's also super exciting. And to get to compete against um, this sort of level of competitors is awesome. All right, this conversation you're listening to right now, it took place at the New York Roadrunners Run Center featuring the New Balance Run Hub. The NYRR Run Center is one of my favorite places in all of New York City. I really mean that. It's basically a clubhouse for runners, all runners. It is open to the public, so whether you're visiting New York City and you wanna buy some New Balance gear or you're headed out for a run in Central Park and you need a locker, a water fountain, and a clean bathroom, this is your spot. The Run Center is located just steps from Columbus Circle and Central Park, and it's there to bring together people from all fitness levels, all running paces, with all kinds of goals. It is a super supportive, super encouraging, super happy place. I swear everyone in there is always smiling. What is in those water fountains? In addition to being a free place to change pee and stash your stuff while you're on the run, the Run Center also offers tons of free programming. Yes, like live Alley on the Run show events. Every single day, the Run Center offers a variety of group runs, fitness classes, education panels, and entertainment events, all of which are designed to help make you a better, stronger, happier runner. They've got course strategy sessions before New York Roadrunners races. They offer metal engraving after the races. And before the race, it's where you'll pick up your bib if you're running. So don't forget those safety pins, by the way, but they have tons, lots of safety pins in the Run Center. NYRR's mission is to help and inspire people through running, and the Run Center is a physical space to make that happen. It's a place where we can all come together to celebrate the sport that unites us. So go check it out. Go to nyrr.org slash runcenter to see the full calendar of upcoming events. When you find something that appeals to you and sounds super awesome, let me know. Maybe I'll come with you. I love that place. Again, that's nyrr.org slash runcenter. Now let's get back to the show, which was at the Run Center. Did you all watch USA Track and Field Nationals a couple weeks ago? Yeah, she's like, hell yeah, I did. All right, so, so exciting. You both made world teams. Like, second year pro, first year pro, and you will be going to Doha later this month to represent the USA. Tell me about what that feels like to represent our country on the world stage. Um, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty surreal. I, I haven't done it yet, obviously. It's uh, at the end of the month, but um, I got all the gear in the mail, so halfway there, right? Uh, but I'm, I'm so excited to run for the U.S. and to travel to Doha and just to race against the world's best. I mean, it's obviously a challenge, but it's... I mean, something that I've always dreamed of doing. Yeah, I'm really excited. And it still feels surreal, for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so with something like that, and I always wonder this with something like the Olympic trials and then the Olympics as well, which is the more, not the bigger race, but which is there more pressure to do well at? Is it USA Track and Field Nationals, where that determines who's on the team to go to Worlds? Or is it Worlds, where... You know, you want to win for your country. I think it depends on who you ask. Um, like, I think if you ask Shelby or Jenny that question, they would say Worlds. But I think maybe if you would ask maybe younger runners like us, I would say the trials. Um, 
just because right, that's where we are, or I am right now in my career. I'm just trying right now to make teams, and then the next step will be to medal at, in those championships. So, um, yeah, right now I would say it would be the USA's, just securing your spot on that world or Olympic team. But hopefully in, like, a few years I can say, no, I'm, I'm trying to peak at Worlds or the Olympics. Yeah, I, I think I agree with Nikki on that one. It's like, it just depends who you are. Well, I know that we are all cheering for you. So, great years in the works. Every, I, I feel like everyone's talking about the two of you a lot this year. Your names are coming up a lot. People are really excited about both of you, definitely myself in this room included. Is there a pressure that comes with that, or how do you handle that? Is it just like, no, I'm cool, I got this. I don't check the internet. Uh, <laughs> I don't read the talk. Uh, I, I mean, there's... There's a pressure with feeling that you need to perform um, to live up to expectations, but I think that as runners, we kind of put that pressure on ourselves anyways. Like, we want to be running our best, getting personal bests, placing well in races. Um, and so I think using people's input and attention more as inspiration to achieve that is something that I try to do. Yeah, like use it when it's gonna help you and then ignore it when it's gonna bring you down. We talk a lot about the great races you've both had, which are plentiful. Talk about the less great races or any, or even a bad run. Are you pretty good about shaking it off? Like we all have bad runs, we all have bad races. We all might beat ourselves up a little bit afterward. How do you handle a less than stellar performance? Have you had less than stellar performances? I mean. Yes. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Be relatable to me. Uh, I think the great thing about running is that if you have an off day or like or a bad race or something, there, like, there's always another one. There's always another start line to redo it or try again. And yeah, I definitely have had some bad workouts this year and, and off days, but I just, I think I am pretty good about shaking it off and being like, okay, well, I have another workout on Friday and that's going to be better. Um, yeah, I think just looking forward to like what's next. Yeah, um, I think another great thing about running is that there are a lot of different opportunities. Like you could run a road mile or a track 10K or, you know, a trail race. And so if, if you have a rough experience in one area, you can always try something different and kind of shake it off and enter you know, maybe a scenario where there's a little less pressure. So when you go to Doha later this month, which is very exciting, is the goal win? What's the goal? Uh, <laughs> that reaction I, I, was in theory, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> yeah, you know, going for the win from the gun. <laughs> my, my goal for Doha is I really want to make the 1500 final. Uh, I mean, there's three rounds. There's a first round of semifinal and then final. And I think, I think my fellow Americans that are going, Jenny and Shelby, have a really good shot at meddling and for me to like be in that final with them would be like that's my goal just to be there so I could like share that moment with them yeah I mean I have the same goal there's only two rounds of the steeple but usually um qualifying time to get to the final is right around my PR so I'm hoping that I can make it to the final awesome well tomorrow's like a warm-up for all the other good stuff to come a warm-up in the middle of the year but then you get a break after Doha, right? So what, what's the break gonna look like? 
Uh, well, I'm gonna move to Seattle during my break. Um, Sounds so, relaxing. Yeah, super. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, I'm not really sure. I'll probably try to uh, do some like hiking, backpacking stuff if I have time. But um, are you gonna miss June? You just got to know her, and now you're leaving. You no, know, we just became really close friends. We even have each other's cell phone numbers. It's going to be a tough break, but I'll have to give it a go. She can come visit. Maybe she could drive you out there. She seems willing. She seems really nice. Yeah, I mean, a 10-minute ride to the airport is pretty much equivalent to nine-hour ride to Seattle. So, <laughs> Nikki, what's the break going to look like for you? Um, my girlfriend and I are going to go to Yosemite and go backpacking and... I'm really excited because, I mean, as runners, we don't really get to go hiking or backpacking. So this kind of like the only time you could do it is on your break. So I'm really excited. What else? Talk about some of the sacrifices. We've talked about all the great stuff of life as a professional runner, the naps, the food, the naps, the food. Are there any sacrifices that come like not being able to go to Yosemite whenever you want, not being able to jump into a trail race? Are, are there any sacrifices you've had to make for this life? Well, you can't do drugs. Damn. It's in real tough. That's a big sacrifice for sure. <laughs> Clean sport. Clean sport. All right. That's a good one. That's true. That's true. Nikki. Um, I can't go skiing. And I, I grew up skiing, and I love it. And that's something that's hard. Uh, is that but, in the contract, or is that just like, you probably shouldn't go skiing? That's just like, my coach would kill me. <laughs> yeah, okay. But it's not in writing, so. Yeah. But don't go skiing. Don't go skiing. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Good lessons today. All right, I want to talk about, you're both really great at using your voices. So we've seen Allie, I still, I know I've talked about it before, but I love that uh, earlier this year you posted about commentators at races specifically calling out saying you look young and just different ways that they comment on women's bodies, weight, things that do we need to be talking about this and really elevating your voice there. Nikki, you've been an amazing advocate for the LGBTQ community. We love that and need more of that. Talk to me about finding your voice, having a platform. Have you always both been confident, outspoken women? Uh, I think that for me, speaking out about it was something that I just needed to do to um, make my feelings vocal and I just knew that the way that I felt um, from the comments that were made about me wasn't something that was individual and that it was a pervasive problem that people experienced across genders, across sports. And so I just wanted to start a conversation about it. Um, and I was really happy with the response and the way that people um, commented and DM'd. Uh, it definitely justified um, my posting it. And it was cool to see other pro runners chiming in too. Like I, I remember Emma Coburn responded and was like, one time a commentator said I was 110 pounds tall or something that like just made no sense. And it was really interesting to see the conversation it started. And Nikki, you've started some great conversations as well. I'm especially interested in when, um, for Pride Month, when Adidas posted this beautiful photo of you holding the rainbow flag. It was so such a great photo and they posted it 
And talk to me about the reaction and you chose to respond to some of the commenters, which yeah. I commend you for and I bow down. <laughs> talk about that. Yeah, I think for me, responding to all the haters was more of just like a therapeutic thing for me. Like it was something I wanted to do is uh, to kind of put people on blast. And um, I think it kind of definitely helped me because after I did that, it kind of opened the floodgates for like a lot of people to reach out to me and say, don't listen to them or like it could be worse. You could be them, you know, and, and things like you've inspired me and it, it was really I did it more for myself but then it turned into this like huge like I don't know it was just like I, I just like felt by like bashing the hate I felt so much love from like so many others well and if I recall correctly you said your wonderful girlfriend said don't read the comments and yeah. so what did you immediately go so and do I immediately read every single one <laughs> But I mean, you've got to have thick skin to do that. Are you naturally pretty like, I mean, listen, if one person in this audience is like, oh, I didn't love the live show, I'm going to go home and cry. <laughs> like thinnest skin ever. Are you naturally pretty thick skinned? Yeah, I think so. And I also think I, I uh, get, can, can turn it in like a way that motivates me. Like um, not only thick skin, but like, Oh, okay, now I want to run even faster, you know, just to kind of like prove these people wrong or, or to be even more in their face about it. <laughs> and Allie, when you spoke out and when you posted about the commentators and everything you were seeing, what was the response like for you? Uh, it was really positive for the most part, you know, like there were all sorts of other runners uh, commenting about similar experiences that they had had. Um, but there were a few people that didn't like my post. I, I got a DM from one guy that was like, you've made a big mistake here. You, you, employers will hate to see this. You will never be hired by anyone. Signs with Brooks. And then, like, yeah, like a week <laughs> later, I signed with Brooks or something. But um, yeah, I mean, there's always gonna be people that don't agree with your opinion and that's fine. I have to, I have to expect that if I'm posting um, my own opinions, but um, yeah, I, I believe in what I said and I'll stand behind it even when a little hate comes my way. Is there a responsibility to be a role model as a professional runner in this sport? I, I don't really like the word responsibility. I think it, there's definitely more, it's like an opportunity to be, uh, to use your voice in that way. And um, I think both Allie and I, like it's very, a very organic thing. Like we both were just like, this is happening to me. I'm just gonna like, share it and it, it wasn't this like oh do it for my brand or my platform or whatever it's just like no this is me and this is like what I disagree with or agree with and um, yeah I think it's an amazing opportunity we have to like connect with all these runners like there's so many runners and so many communities out there that that just need yeah a role, role model yeah I agree it's it's definitely something that I appreciate not everyone has the ability to reach um, the same audience. And like Nikki said, it's, it's an opportunity um, and something that I definitely embrace. What impact do you both want to have off the track and the roads? Uh, I think I, I just want to like spread more love. I think, uh, you know, this world, there's a, I think it's kind of in a desperate need for more love. and. Um, I think in any way I can, whether that's just like 
posting a pic with me and my girlfriend and then that inspires someone to come out of the closet, whatever that looks, but just living my life uh, and hopefully I can like change or save someone else's through that. Yeah, I, I think a big thing for me is I just want people to feel empowered to be whoever they are without apologizing and you know, maybe, maybe to run as well. Love that. All right, we're going to do a little, we wrap up every episode of the Alley on the Run show with our sprint to the finish. We're going to do a little mini sprint because I'm getting the wave of like, wrap it up and I just, I, I pretend I don't see them, which is a fun game. So we're going to sprint to the finish. Nikki, ready? No. All right, we'll go back and forth. You'll each answer the questions. If you weren't a runner, what would you be? An astronaut. Horse jockey. Must see TV show. Atypical. Oh, uh, The Good Place. Biggest pet peeve. When my sister leaves the cap off the toothpaste. Ew. I know, right? All the germs could come straight in. <laughs> uh, when people say athletic club instead of athletics club. <laughs> Wow, the grammar nerd in me is very happy about that. Okay, because athletics is like more international term for track and field. Yes, yes. And, and people in the U.S., we call it track and field, so people don't realize that. It's just a pet peeve. I like that a lot. Uh, okay, let's say you're about to win the Fifth Avenue Mile tomorrow. What song do you want blasting over the loudspeakers? Because we can put in the request. A holla back, girl. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> and no hesitation either. She was, you were ready. Um, I like that new Miley song. Okay. That's what I'm vibing right now. Do you want to sing it? Which one? No. You don't want to I think sing it's it. called Slide Away. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you cross the finish line. You've got your song. You've got your Miley. You've got your Gwen. You can pick anyone on the planet to drape that American flag over your shoulders for the victory lap. Who do you want to have the honor? My girlfriend. That's so nice. She's running too, I heard. She is. So she'll be there. She's ready. So you have to beat her. You so have you're to beat there. Me. Okay, perfect. That's a good plan. I, I don't want to follow that up. I don't, I don't know what to say now. You get to you you If she it. wins, can you drape the flag? Okay. Yeah, perfect. Look at this. Uh, Nikki's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, who's your favorite runner? I can't say my girlfriend again. <laughs> and you can say her girlfriend too. Um, <laughs> Allie Ostrander. I, I don't feel like that's true, but I'll appreciate it anyways. <laughs> uh, I think mine is probably Molly Huddle. She's just like super consistent, and she's also, you know, she wasn't always um, the best, but she's just stuck at it and improved and now everyone knows her all right we need a little confidence boost i need you each to tell me something you love about yourselves Ooh. Aww. it's easy we can all come up with like 400 things for each of you i just need one thing about yourself uh i like uh my persistence i'm really good at like sticking it out in things and like working hard at something for a long time uh, I want to say something, okay, I like my sense of humor, like I like that I can get along with a lot of different people. 
All right, the last thing that I need from each of you is for everyone, whether or not they're running the mile tomorrow, give everyone that's here watching, listening, give them all a reason to run today. Uh, well, I think I used this on your last podcast. <laughs> it's a good answer. But running is a great way to prevent chronic disease. It's great for concentration, improving quality of sleep. I mean, I'm not going to go on too long because I know we're getting the wave. But um, yeah, a run is great for your health. Uh, run so you can have a really big cookie afterwards. Love that. Or before. Yeah. Or both. Or during. Or during. <laughs> I like that. Thank you both so much for doing this. Wishing you so much luck tomorrow at the mile and in your careers at Worlds. We will all be cheering for you. And thank you all so much for coming. I believe we're going to be moving. We're gonna... I got you. Yeah. Oh, here, you're going to do I'm, this I'm here part. for you. Okay. How about well, a big round of applause for Nikki, <laughs> Allie, and Allie? Thank you so much for tuning in to this very special live episode with Ali Ostrander and Nikki Hiltz. I hope you had as much fun as we did. And truly, thank you to everyone who came to the show or showed support from afar. The running community is the most special. If you love the episode and you're loving what you're getting here, show some love. Head over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review for the Alley on the Run show. Remember, you can find and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alley on the Run 1 and on the Alley on the Run Facebook page. Thanks again to the New York Roadrunners for hosting us and for sponsoring this episode of the Alley on the Run show. I always love hanging out at the NYRR Run Center, and I highly encourage you to go check out all the great free programming that they offer. Consider it home base for runners, or I guess, I don't know, the dugout, the locker room. I don't know. I don't do sports, but go check out the Run Center and find the full schedule of events at nyrr.org slash run center. Run strong, be strong, be happy, kind, be confident. And thanks for joining me on the run.